0: Hey folks, Armin Hamer here, and I have some breaking news for you out of Fittest in Cape Town. Now if you guys haven't been paying attention, Fittest in Cape Town, their online qualifier is done and over with, but they left a little bit of room for wild card invited athletes, and I know who the two biggest names that they've invited so far are. Those people, Katrin daughter and Cole Sager. So if you're gonna be competing at Fittest in Cape Town, You just got a much, much stronger level of competition. And on top of that, for those of us who are gonna be watching, the show just got a lot more exciting. I also got a chance to interview Tion and Chris, the two event organizers for Fittest in Cape Town. It was really interesting to learn about their process of getting Fittest in Cape Town sanctioned by CrossFit as one of these events, as well as their concept of how they're going to stay true to what Fittest in Cape Town is all about, and how they want to move forward with other events to really build a good season of these events for the professional athletes that it's going to be serving. Hope you guys enjoy, and I'll see you guys next time. Tion, Chris, thank you so much, guys, for taking a minute to to talk to me here. Uh, you guys are the you guys are like the the brain children behind Fittest in Cape Town, right? You're like the head honchos.
1: Yeah, well it's like the South African version of Dave Castro and uh, Justin Burke. Just
2: a smaller version. <laughs> Very much smaller version. <laughs>
0: uh fitness in Cape Town is is really interesting to me uh because it is an event that I had heard of um you know in passing uh, a while back, but I think because we're in the states you know, we don't really get exposure to a lot of international events. And your event has been around for a really long time. Like you guys are OG in the space, like you guys have done some really cool stuff, right? So tell me a little bit about where Fitness in Cape Town has come from, and and how long it's been around.
2: Yeah, well, it was actually not me and Tian that started it, uh, it was Jobs, who uh, currently lives in Brazil, who started back in, I think it's nine years ago, yeah, yeah nine years ago, uh, or something like that, and uh, it was a much smaller local competition, he wanted to invite the best athletes in South Africa to come and compete here in, in Cape Town, uh, and it has grown massively, and Tian got involved, 2015, I took it over. Yeah, yeah, so four years you've been running it. Yeah. Uh, I got involved as a competition director three years ago, um, and since then we've been growing it quite a bit as well. It has a massive following in terms of the, the, the team competition on the uh, that side, and we've also managed to get basically the strongest athletes down here to come and compete every year as well. Um, so, yeah, that's that's basically the history in, in short.
0: How, how was – like how quickly was the decision to pursue – Being sanctioned like did you guys even have any sort of hesitations for that or were you just right on it the moment? It was announced
1: Uh, It was actually a bit we actually worked in it in silo because we didn't want to tell each other that we were going for it Um, (laughs) I I was super scared. I thought geez, you know, this is the next step up, but we have to go for it so I put a little package together sent that through um, to HQ guys Chris was working it by another channel. And then we actually got together one day after workout and, you know, just half dropped it. I said, he mentioned to me that Yop said, listen, if you guys want to have a sanctioned event, email these guys. And I said, well, listen, it's, it's already gone <laughs> <laughs> I already it away and, and it's looking pretty good. I've been getting some back and forth emails and stuff. So yeah, I think, the next day, we got the approval to say well, we've got it. So, <laughs> yeah,
0: that's awesome. Very,
1: but but very exciting. You guys, yeah. you guys
0: like both. You're like, okay, I, I have something to tell you. Like, oh, I have something to tell you. All right, we'll say it at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Cool.
2: Yeah, but it's cool because it means that we both knew that that was something we wanted to do, uh, and that we think that we can really do a good job with it as well.
0: Yeah, and you know, I I. I wonder for from your perspective what does that change in terms of building an event uh, knowing that you actually have a, a spy at the games does it even change anything
1: well I think you've got to be careful not to let it change your event significantly so we and anyway sat down there uh, the three of us uh, who organized it and just said listen we still need to maintain our focus that we've had over the past couple of years so we put a lot of effort time and energy into the athletes experience and and promoting, you know, um, making it really nice for the athletes. Um, so we said, listen, we actually have to just keep our, our roots where they are. Um, obviously the spotlight is on you now and everything you do is under a magnifying glass. So we just obviously have to step it up and how we deliver it. But yeah, it has stepped things up, but it's, we're super excited for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about this year's competition. You know, you guys have had Uh, you know, you guys have already, already wrapped up all of your, you know, qualifying events. Everything is, everything is essentially set in stone at this point, you know, but I, I hear that there's some, there's some pretty secret cool news that you guys are trying to, trying to get out there in terms of who else is going to be showing up at this event. So let's spill the beans. Let's show, show, tell me, tell me what's going on.
2: Well, basically, what happened was that we we realized quite quickly that we were going to get a lot of attention from from high-level athletes uh, and and a lot of former games athletes signed up for the qualifiers and 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 obviously have done really well and, and qualified as well. Uh, and we had a few, quite a few guys that contacted us and asking about, hey, is there a way to get in without doing qualifiers and and so on? Um, and we said straight from the beginning that it kind of depends on how experienced you are at the games um we kind of want people to do the qualifiers because that's a fair way of getting people in um and then we got contacted by two athletes that we considered being at such a level that we were perfectly fine with giving them a wild card um and the first one would be Captain davis daughter uh, and the second one would be cole sager so the two of them has actually been given a wild card a little bit behind the scenes uh, and we're super stoked to have that type of level of athletes coming competing with the other Super high level athletes
0: as well. Yeah, Catherine Who? I'm sorry. I don't I don't recognize that.
2: A <laughs> little unknown girl.
0: Yeah. No, that's that's awesome. That's fantastic. You know, I, I mean I feel like the the roster is already um it's already, you know, has, has a, a handful of, of games athletes qualifying in, you know, it has a bunch of really high level local athletes, uh, you know, a, a A friend of mine, Alan Fallis, I think has has won the competition before. I think last year, maybe the year before that. This year, yeah. Um, And you know, I I'm really, I think it's really exciting to see events like this bring in, um, you know, just high level athletes from outside of the general community that that it takes place in. Have you have you kind of looked to see if if some of the other athletes are going to be like? damn it like you know i have to compete against cole and katrin now like what is going on
1: that's uh, one of our biggest concerns behind the scenes when we discuss it we're like should we announce it or shouldn't we is it going to scare away you know other signups or some people going to pull out because they're going to be like damn it it's over now There, there goes the ticket um so yeah it's definitely it's a big concern but i mean listen if you're a competitive athlete anything can happen so you know, if you want to prove your worth at the games, then you have to beat these guys at some point. Uh, you know, during your career or during a season. So, and then yeah. the
2: reality is as well that it's never given. You know, like Catherine is always an amazing athlete. So it's always cool. but if you're looking at the field that we already have, there's some pretty damn good athletes there that will give anyone a run for the money. Um, and uh, I think it's going to be really cool to see these guys being thrown in the mix and and the test that we have in mind, um, which will be very broad and, and very. Out there, I think they, I think it's going to be a really cool competition to watch.
0: Yeah. The, the, the professionalism, I think, of that, um, concept as well is really important because you start getting, you know, athletes coming in to compete in this circuit of sanctioned events. And that process is very important to the health of the entire system, right? Without having sort of this, if, if, for example, Katrin only competed in an event that was like, on the West coast of the States or only competed in an event that was in Iceland. Like that's to be expected. And also doesn't really lean into the changes that, that the game season have, have gone through. Um, You know, how do you guys feel about events like um, Wadapalooza, for example, just got a second sanctioned event on the West coast uh, called the West coast classic. You know, obviously you're right now in the thick of it and you have your hands full with, with fittest in Cape town, but have you considered you know, what the next steps are for you. Like, are you looking to add another event to your roster? Are you looking to sort of, you know, change anything up or or throw any more wrenches into the gears?
2: To be honest, like at this stage, we're we 100% focused on, just yes, making this the absolute best experience and, and, and show, I guess, we can make it. Um, I mean, like, I haven't thought that for, it, for a second, no. to be that honest. Um, one is stressful enough. <laughs> you yeah, yeah. <So laughs> never get a second one on. <laughs> he says never, but you never know. Uh, but point being, though, is that it is very cool that also even in the circuit of sanctioned events now, there's such a broad mix of them. I love that. Like, not only geographically, but, like, in, in, in the people are running it, and I guess what maybe the, the purpose of those different events are as well. Um, we are highly driven to also be still a, a strong community builder for, for CrossFit in South Africa, as an example, um, versus other events which which are having different purposes, um, neither good or bad, it's, it's actually really cool that we have all those different type of, of events, I think. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, we're now working with the Waterpalooza guys in, in our little collaboration with, with also a couple of extra wild cards. Um, so, if anyone was expecting to have an easy journey down in South Africa, I think <laughs> they'll see that that's probably not going to happen. That's yeah. a
0: that's a great point. I I, I want to touch on that as well because I I recently actually spoke with Matt O'Keefe uh, about that and I really love that concept of the so the second and third place finishers in the pro division at Wadapalooza get a wild card spot at Fittis Cape Town and it's only about I don't know, a week and a half maybe two weeks between the two events but that is the type of Relationship between the events. I think that builds like a professional cohesion in the season. How did that? How did that come about?
2: Well, it was funny cause um, You you know that Matt is working with Catherine and Cole So him and I was on the phone speaking about those wild cards basically and and we spoke about that We thought that somehow the different sanction events we've got to do this together, you know And, and it wasn't even and I don't think anyone else have thought about it and he dropped the idea and it's like by the way couldn't we do something where it's like someone could get a wild card from, from Foda Palooza and and come to fit us. And I was like, that's an amazing idea. Um, Because like the truth is for the athletes, if there's 18 Sankins events doing 18 qualifiers and trying to get to different events is also very, very, it's a big task. Right. Um, And the fact is that if you are, second at would up loser and, and it happens to be someone that's a very high level that has just beaten you you can still be a very potent games athlete so for us it was quite obvious so yeah
1: and I think also like we spoke before you know uh, about all of the online qualifiers if you had to put all of that together it probably equates to um, about like six months worth of you know just doing qualifiers and the guys won't be able their bodies won't be able to sustain it so we also had a lot of inquiries to ask for wild cards and stuff, which you couldn't just really give out So I think this way you give it to someone who finished second or third at one of the top events Then you know, it justifies their qualification and their spot into Into Yeah, how on. do you
0: how do you see? That being resolved down the road because you're right right now there's 15 events in 2019 there's 18 events in 2020, if each one of them has, like, a a few weeks, even two weeks long of qualifying, you're talking about overlapping qualifiers, everyone's just doing, like, double-unders and chest-to-bar pull-ups and thrusters the entire year, and that's, that's okay, Yeah, and wall-ball, right, that's okay for, like, a couple weeks, but it's miserably bad if you're doing it for, for your entire season, so... Do you guys see some sort of, uh, like, a solution here in, in the future? Is there is there more of these types of relationships that are going to be built? Or is there any other sort of uh, of answer to this question?
2: I would hope so. I do think that, it, A, people will have to be selective, right? Like, like no one would be able to compete at all those events, even if they would have the capacity to qualify. Um, and then I think also you will see that somehow some kind of systems will be built. I mean, we're doing it now subjectively by saying, hey, here's a... Here's a former games winner and, and a very strong athlete that we want to give a wild card to, at some point it might even be that you build a system where you say that if you have ranked this high within another competition or within the games, you will be given a spot. So, yeah, I'm not sure if that answers the questions fully, but I think that that's where you're going to see how that kind of starts separating and, and, and getting the guys a chance to qualify.
0: Yeah, I, I, I wonder because, you know, in my mind, as if you can get, uh, and this is, it, it's, it's much easier said than done, but if you can get, like, four five or six of these events on the same page you know get get the kind event up. organizers all together you know decide on on some sort of through line between all the events whether it's you know uh you know relationships between the qualifiers like if you do one qualifier it, it might count for the one of the other events or vice versa or, or something similar to what you guys are doing with guadapalooza where you know placing at an event that takes place earlier in the season gives you a spot at your event that takes place later in the season, I think if even just getting a handful of these events together um, to do that, it's it's gonna make uh, it's gonna make a massive impact on on how you know connected everything feels um, and how how much more user friendly it is for for the actual athletes participating. So I'm hoping down the road that'll that'll happen. I'm hoping that'll be something that happens down the road. I mean, I don't really. I don't know. I'm not privy to any of like the secret conversations between I'm sure you, I'm sure like all the event organizers you guys are all in like one text chain just like sending all the, <laughs> the texts back and forth just trying to figure that out
2: be, that would be cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're like, "Wait a second, can can someone can someone translate what the Australian guy said? I have no idea what that guy just said." <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I guess another another interesting uh another interesting uh, point of this is that you know with the amount of qualifiers that we have right now potentially you know two years from now there could be 30 or 40 of them i mean they're just they're just being like just popping out there like there's no there's no like hesitation and on, on crossfit's end um to keep signing these events like you know do you have any uh, do you have any ideas in terms of like where fittest in Cape Town fits in the season right now? Like I know a lot of events have like moved around They've changed a lot of the the logistics depending on on where they were and, and you know, what time of year they're taking place Is that something that that uh, is gonna be a possibility for you guys or do you guys are you guys really in love with where you're at right now?
1: Well, I think we like where we are when I sent through the proposal initially I did I did put the option for that. We would move if they wanted us to because we fall just before the Open. But for next year, the Open is going... There are two Opens. And then the following year, the Open is going to move later. So, actually, ideally, it puts us in a Where we are now just is a really good spot. Um, I think, you know, a couple of other events that have moved their dates, it's quite condensed here from December, January, February. So, we probably need to just look at, you know, which other, other events are there. But we are had to stay in February. So
2: And look, Cape Town is... Amazing that time of the year and, and we're also very happy with what we are delivering as an athletes experience. I mean when without talking details for, for the coming year uh, when you look at what we've been making them do the previous years uh, getting out on the beaches and climbing mountains or wherever it might be um, I think that's part of the experience that we want to deliver um, and, and February is just the perfect time for it because it's it's just beautiful down there.
0: That's awesome, guys. We'll, yeah, we'll see. So we'll see Cole and Katrin showing up to throw down against some some other real high level athletes. Who, who else is qualified in for for FIS in Cape Town? Who else can we expect to see there?
2: Uh, well, we have a, a bunch of uh, previous ga- games, at least now. If you look at the, the, the list of the guys who so have accepted their invitation, I'm not probably going to forget someone, but some of the higher names is, is, is Street is in there. Street Warner, Tim Paulson is in there. Our own Jason Smith, who's been been doing really, really well, both locally and obviously at the games last year. Mm-hmm. Um Con Porter. Con Porter. James Newberry, that's on the male side. Um, Carol and Reason Carol Thibault won the, the female division. Um, there's a Chilean chick who who's second in the qualifier, who who I believe was doing really well last year as well. She's not a games athlete. Uh, but I think there are five games Lindsay, athletes on the, Lindsay, yeah. Alessandra Picelli is in, Linza Venezuela. And, uh, yeah, it, it's a stacked competition, man.
0: That uh, is it's a really- stacked competition. That's awesome. I uh, think a lot
2: of
1: thinking because we're at the south end of the world that not a lot of guys are going to come say, okay, let's give it a go. And now it's stacking up quite nicely and competitively. So now everyone's like, okay, shit, this is business.
2: But it will be fun because of it. Because it's like, you can't use that phrasing, but it's like a little mini games to some degree. You know, like we're having a bunch of the high level athletes coming in and showing down. I think it's going to be really cool and really cool for our part of the world to see that.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think I think the the roster you just you just named is is going to be really incredible. One of the things I love about these qualifiers is that unlike regionals, there's going to be a lot more surprises with who's able to perform at what levels, right? There's going to be unknowns like this this uh this woman from Chile that you're mentioning is like I don't know who she is. I've probably never seen her compete, but she's going to show up. She's going to compete against someone like Katrin she's gonna compete against someone like Lindsay Valenzuela who's like an absolute veteran in this space and it, and she's gonna to go toe-to-toe with them and she might be able to do some really incredible things and suddenly like she has a name for herself right off the bat and I think that's a really incredible part of these sanctioned events that that isn't something that we saw at regionals we'd see people you know come out of the woodworks but just wasn't it wasn't as often as you'd want to see like you know CrossFit has been basically a dynasty ever since it was started as a competition. I mean, it's been the same amount of people and the same people generally speaking at the top. So I really, I really look forward to, to seeing and learning more about, about these athletes. Now, Tiana, I'd ask you about this uh, when we last hung out um, up in Santa Cruz, but my, my, I wonder now, do you guys have any more details on um, how people can watch it? Right. Like, how, do you do you have any details on, on where it's going to be broadcast or, or how we can follow along?
1: Yeah. So we've got a, a media pot on board and we're going to do Facebook Live for all of the top heats. So guys will be able to follow it. We'll release a lot of that detail, but closer to the time, but definitely looking at live streaming main, main, main heats of the various events and workouts. So, yeah, that's
0: awesome. That's so cool. Well, guys, I really appreciate your time. Uh, you know, thanks for thanks for dropping those bombs. By the way, Cole Sager, Catcher, David Zodder. That's gonna be it's gonna be a, a hell of like. You guys are just you're adding a little bit of seasoning to the top of this, but instead of it really being seasoning, it's like you're throwing sharks into the. <laughs> that's, that's awesome, guys. Yeah, yeah thank cool, you man. so much.
2: Thanks. Thanks a lot. Thank you, man.